0: Disclaimer, Joss, Jules, and Nevermore are not professional therapists. They will be sharing their personal experiences and advice, but this is in no way a substitute for professional help. There is also a good chance of swearing, tears, and triggering conversations, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Slaying Demons, a podcast about facing your fears in life and being the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and joining me as always is my wonderful co-host, Jules. Hello, Jules.
1: Hi. (laughs) It's just me tonight. Unfortunately, Nevermore is not feeling well, so, and she's been sick for like Five days. She has. Insane. She's been sick for a
0: really long time, so we send out all of our thoughts and hugs and love to Nevermore and hope she gets well very, very soon. Uh, but yeah, it's just the two of us tonight. So, um, we originally were going to do our dream episode tonight, but then uh, the events of last week and then over the past weekend, we thought that it might actually be a better conversation if Jules and I sat down and kind of talked a little bit about what's going on in the world and how to deal with how that makes us feel because uh, there is a lot of anger and fear and anxiety that is uh, kind of being created by the news cycle uh, right now. And originally, um, I thought this show, uh, when we we first talked about maybe not doing the Dream episode, I thought the show was going to be uh, much more about the whole idea of going to nuclear war with North Korea. And then somehow, Trump one-upped himself. So... (laughs) um, the, we are we are going to talk about nuclear anxiety and what that means and how to deal with it and how it's not a new concept and you know there's lots of different um, kind of conversations you can have and ways to deal with the idea of you know this this thing that we really haven't had to deal with since like 1991 when the Soviet Union collapsed <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, there there is a lot to uh, to talk about there but we are also going to talk about the events in Charlottesville, Virginia this past weekend and uh kind yeah. of how to deal with that, what all of this means and uh, and everything else. So, uh it's going to be a heavy episode, guys. Strap yourself in. Um I mean, we do the disclaimer at the top of every episode, but just so you know, there is there's, uh, there's going to be some difficult conversations tonight, I think.
1: So, yeah, and um, we are going to get political. I know there's going to be some people that are not going to be pleased with our our viewpoint, um but I mean, I'm taking the reins off tonight. <laughs> so <laughs> I am taking them off because I think it's it's necessary um to go down that that road.
0: Well, and I think that that I mean that's one of the first things we kind of have to do is in order to recognize and work through our feelings, we have to acknowledge that we're having them and you can't really do that if you're constantly sitting there and trying to bite your tongue. So yes. there will be no tongue biting <laughs> tonight.
1: Well, they, I don't think and, and here's the, I think that's kind of the crux of all of this, Mm. Joss. I think that's, that's kind of where we've been sitting at is like, you know, when we did this episode back in November after the election and talking about the anxiety of the election and then the inauguration and how it was, it was important to go through this self-care. It was, it was important to go on with your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And we did that for a good chunk of the last six months and then we've got these two like disastrous consequential issues that have come up to the point where like Now it is it is at at that point where people are literally saying if you are not speaking up, then you're part of the problem, Mm -hmm. which causes a whole nother side of anxiety for so many people who are just like, I just want to go and live my fucking life. Yeah well and
0: that's something that you know i mean i've seen not only myself but many people in my position i know have been struggling with and jules i'm sure you've been struggling with it as well is you know there are so many people who come to us podcasters streamers entertainers for just exactly that to be entertained and there is a very loud segment of the um kind of listenership who don't want to hear us talk about this stuff who want to hear us talk about you know the new patch and wow and you know our favorite video games of the year and and all that kind of stuff and they don't come to us for politics and that's fine and i understand that you want to keep your entertainment because that's part of their self-care right is listening to us and being entertained and having an escape so when we go down this rabbit hole and this is why i think it's it's appropriate for slaying demons but possibly not for you know some of my other shows but i do Mm -hmm. think it's appropriate to talk about here um because this is the the you know the self-help the be a better version of yourself show and i think that this is where we get to actually have these discussions and kind of like keep it away from the other segments of our lives but even the fact that i have to worry about what i talk about when there's there's a lot of kind of anxiety that comes with that and the you know kind of responsibility of having a platform available but then you know having the responsibility of other people's mental health and what you know i might be doing by speaking out or or the flip side of that what am i doing by not speaking out because that is also you know like more harmful in some cases
1: It is, and you, so you you kind of, you bear the weight of trying to be all things to all people, but then there's also yourself who needs to be taken care of as well. And so, you know, it's, I mean, I'm really grateful that we have this kind of platform, and slaying demons is not something that everybody is going to listen to, but I know that there are hundreds, if not thousands of people who are out there who are just needing to say, "I don't want to feel alone in this, this, this anxiety, panic, nervousness, fear of what?" And what am I supposed to do? And these are voices that I appreciate perspectives from. Mm-hmm. And so I have to find that balance too. And today, and this weekend, I, I you know, I'm usually pretty neutral. I try to be pretty neutral. I have my own opinions about what's going on and they're very strong but I don't usually put them on my social media mm-hmm. and I took the reins off myself this weekend because I was just I was beyond sickened I was just appalled and disgusted and outraged and I felt like you know what at this point point, where we are right now we have reached this critical point of 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 philosophy Mm -hmm. you know and and moral and moral ethical background like okay so it, it, it goes way beyond political affiliation you know what you believe in in terms of your political affiliation this goes into moral code about how to treat people
0: yeah and i i think that that is just like nail on the head right there, because I know, you know, there's a lot of kind of jargon out there that's very much like liberals versus conservatives and bloody bloody blood, Republicans versus Democrats. And this, what happened in Virginia this weekend is not a Republicans versus Democrats thing. It is a moral versus a moral thing. It is a point where if you are carrying the banners and taking up the cause of literally, literally exterminating people en masse for something that is completely beyond their control. That is the point where we are no longer saying this is a political thing. (laughs) This is not a political thing. This is a person thing. Are we people or are we not people? We are people, therefore Nazis are bad. (laughs) Like, I don't understand as someone who has grandparents and great-grandparents and aunts and uncles who fought in World War II. How I need to be saying Nazis are bad right now, and that is a potentially a political stance, blows my fucking
1: mind, Jules. It, 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 <laughs> that is, I mean, I was, raised, I was raised in a Jewish household. I was educated at length about the Holocaust. And the persecution of being a Jew, being gay, being black, you know, all of those things that you learn in school. And never in my lifetime would I have ever imagined that we would have been back to where we are right now, where we have to deal with people who are apologizing for perspectives of people who feel that who you are as a human being is not is not per- permissible. I mean, mm-hmm. it basically, it's saying you are not permitted to exist. Yeah, and that is disgusting. And that is the hardest thing to the that you know to look at it and hear everyone who is out there apologizing for it or saying it's a slippery slope. Fuck you! <laughs> it is not a slippery slope. If you think that anybody in this world is not worthy to exist because of what they were birthed to be. That is wrong. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's just wrong. You know, let's let's equate the same thing. And I was thinking about this the other day. Put the same terminology to a pedophile. Okay, dude, do, do do we have any apologists out there for pedophiles, for people who say it's a slippery slope that someone wants to have sex with a child? You no, know. and that is the same. I mean, it is a. Don't you think so? that it's equi- it's equated to that level of, of, of abhor- abhorrent behavior. Um, yes, yeah. And so I, you know the the but what we have done to ourselves as a nation and what uh, what our our president has has perpetuated is that there is a constant stream of living in your own reality creating an alternate reality to what is really in happening you know and to the point of saying the holocaust didn't exist that didn't happen
0: well and And this is like some of this stuff is is what i'm finding so crazy and so hard to wrap my head around like i remember 10 15 years ago i remember you know sitting in elementary school and high school in my history classes and everything else and you know they would talk and mention the fact that you know people do exist who are holocaust deniers and like everyone was like what (laughs) like really (laughs) like yes no way (laughs) and that was such a crazy foreign idea and concept that there are people out there that that you know, like don't understand the events of World War II or don't believe in the events of World War II. And I don't know, It just it, it really, really blows my mind that this is currently happening again. And I think that that's why it can be so hard to yep. deal with is because it's so, for a lot of us, that imagery is shocking. Yeah, that like, like you don't know what to do with it. Exactly, you you don't necessarily possess the tools required to deal with what is happening because it's something that you never thought would happen. Which again, I I'm gonna bring it back to the whole nuclear anxiety idea and the whole like Trump might blow up North Korea. It's it's one of those things where you know a few years ago you could never actually think that this would happen. You would never think that Nazis would have a platform in the United States of America. You would not think that there is a chance that, you know, your best friend who lives in San Francisco could be exploded by a nuclear warhead. These are not the things that we are equipped to deal with because they're things that we never thought would happen. And yet somehow here we are. And
1: what do we do now? How do we handle it? And so the... I, I listened. I was listening to uh, an episode of um, Invisibilia, which is an NPR podcast, and it was about reality. And it's the whole the whole concept of of Invisibilia is about the mind and the way that we think. And so, go with me quickly. I mean, with the story, and don't lose. You're gonna. I'm gonna lose you for just a second because you're just gonna be <laughs> like, "What the fuck are you trying to say?" But it, uh, okay, it, it just really does stick have with you. End. All right, okay, yeah, stick with me on this. <laughs> So the story is about a guy who is, um, he has a sanctuary for for bears uh, in northern Minnesota. And he believes that bears, black bears, are these, like, tame, calm, like, you know, gentle beasts. To the point where he has demonstrated feeding them by hand. And had people, like, come to his place to meet and interact with these bears. Okay. And the people who lived around him thought that he was crazy and that this was a danger to them because these bears were expecting that they would be fed by all humans and that it was a danger to them, their families, and they were scared. The guy is saying, you know, you're, you're all just, you're hysterical because you've been fed all of this propaganda in your brain about how bears are dangerous, but I can prove to you that bears are not dangerous. And, the hysteria, if you will, for people who are afraid, got so much that they called um, the Department of Natural Resources and had one of the bears removed. It turned out to be this major tragedy, and the bear died. And it was like people blaming each other on both sides. And the question that they asked was, who was right? And the the guy who believed that the bears were tame and gentle said, I still believe that the bears were were that they are gentle creatures and that these people are, are hysterical in the ways that they think but I know that that's what they believe and for their safety and their comfort I respect them and I'm not going to continue to push them out of their comfort zone and what it came down to with this entire discussion was The level of compromise that has to come when there is extremist views on both sides, that people have to be able to hear the other side and be able to come together to a consensus or a compromise that maybe doesn't make them the the happiest person in the world, but respects their fellow human being. Mm -hmm. And when you think about what happened in Charlottesville, there was... Uh, there were people who were coming in and people who were singing like church groups coming in to sing to drown out the nazi chanting that was going on they were singing and that is violent behavior <laughs> like that you know i i i just i the reality is so skewed there's no compromise on one side where it's saying you I standing as a, a Nazi, as a white supremacist saying, I am right and my way is the only way. And it is, the, it is the hardest, like, it's the hardest thing to wrap your head around when you realize that there is no way to reach these people other than to shame them. That's the only way. I think that
0: that is what makes events like this so difficult for us to deal with. I talked about the shocking imagery. One of the like these views are not new. The KKK has been active in the States for a very, very long time. Centuries. But they hid. Until now. Mm -hmm. There was not a single person at that rally who felt they needed to hide their identity. Until it was over. Until it was over, which, which is a good thing, I think. And maybe one of the positive things that we need to focus on is that people are coming together and saying, this is not okay. Employers, you know, service providers. Parents. Parents, yeah. Friends, family. And, and which leads me into my next point about actually coming out and saying something. And picking aside and saying, I am not okay with your crazy Nazi views. Yes. And, you know, like there, there have been a lot of times, of, for instance, we were just up at the cottage um, on vacation, Matt and I, with um, my parents and their friends, they have a group of friends that they've been friends with and have known each other since, like, elementary school that's how my parents met it's how you know my uncle met his wife is was my mom's best friend like they're this like really really tight-knit group of four couples and so they were all up at the cottage and we were sitting there like we you know told them we bought our house we were really excited we were like you know sharing news and conversations and stuff about current events and of course shit like this comes up and my uncle starts talking about just ridiculous. To be 100% honest with you, I can't even remember exactly what he was saying. But the only thing that I could actually get out of my mouth, (laughs) because he is still my uncle, and, you know, these are all my parents' friends, I just, like, turned to him and just said, okay, like, your redneck is showing right now. Stop it. Like, and, and, like, everyone kind of, like, laughed and changed the subject and stuff. And even now, I'm sitting here thinking, like... I had this whole thing like I was rethinking everything going on in my head last like just last night I was thinking about everything I was in this instance came back to my mind and I was just like oh my god I have like a freaking like five minute speech in my head right now that I wish that I had said to him instead of just like the kind of slap on the wrist little bit of shaming because you know like he's he's a middle-aged well retired now white dude who you know. The thing that drives me absolutely insane is that, you know, he he did things that if he had been a woman or if he had been black, he would not have the life he has now. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, like, they did stupid shit. They were teenagers, whatever. Like, they drove drunk and, like, drove a car and hit the front porch off of one of their parents' houses and thought it was hilarious. And, like, you know, like, they were, like... Typical 70s teenagers, I guess. Right. (laughs) But like like I always said, like hearing all the stories about my parents and their friends, I was always like, you guys are the reason I can't have any fun. You guys are the reason I have a 10 p.m. curfew because like you guys were insane. But the thing is, had he been like, had that been my mom? Or had that been, you know, like a person of any sort of ethnicity or whatever? Like that would have been something that was unforgivable. That would have tainted his life forever. But because he was a white dude, it didn't. It was fine. They was laughed off. And his life is full of instances where things that other people would have been totally... You know, just it would have derailed their entire life. He, it was laughed off. It that's just, it's the privilege that he was born with. And right. because he had that, he just doesn't see how hard it is for other people, period. Mm-hmm. And it just, it drives me insane. <laughs> yeah. And, but the most I've ever spoken up is like the one liner. And I think we're past one liners, guys. i think for the health of our families and our friends and our countries we need to say more we need to speak up we can't just say you're being a little ignorant right now we have to say look i am really glad that you've had a good life but this is what it's like for people who aren't you because apparently you don't know
1: (laughs) and that is the crux right there of what our problem is is those who cannot look past their own privilege to see what it's like in lives for other people, to try to put themselves into the position and empathize with the position of someone who isn't privileged Mm -hmm. as they are. And so, and you know, where it gets to this point is a whole nother beast. You know, where, where this angry white male, like anarchy thing comes from is a whole nother beast. But it it has, it's a a sickness. I mean, they are mentally ill at this point because they do not have morality in their head to think that, I mean, the message is clear. If you are not me, then you are not equal. Well, and And the point is
0: the point of the of the Charlottesville rallies and what was made very, very clear in multiple interviews with multiple organizers is that it's not even that you're not equal. It's that you do not deserve to live. And that is the difference. That is the line. Mm -hmm. That is the point where you are, according to the Supreme Court, no longer protected under your right to free speech because that is inciting violence and that is no longer free speech. That is where we, as a moral society, have drawn the line. And I think that's absolutely where the line should be.
1: Once you come
0: to a point where you are calling for the extermination of other human beings, you do not anymore get the right to that free speech. That is not protected. And this is not some crazy, newfangled, leftist ideal like, this no. isn't a Supreme Court decision that was handed down, like, two years ago. This, no. is, this is the way it's been for a very long time, because this is what we, yeah. as a society, have decided the standard that we
1: want to hold ourselves to. And that yeah. standard is, just say no to Nazis! <laughs> you pick up the phone and you call the airport and throw in a bomb threat, you will be arrested if they catch you. You call a school and call in a bomb threat, you will be arrested you call a Jewish community center and threaten their bomb with a bomb, you're going to be arrested. That is you using your speech. And that is not free speech. You will be arrested because you are threatening the lives of other people. And that, you know, think of it in those terms. And, and that's, that's where it comes down to. If you say to someone, I want you, I, I leave this country. I hope you were, I hope you die, you know, kill all Jews, which is what a Nazi would say, has said, is is saying, then yeah, and the, the whole free speech thing is so interesting because it's like this, you know, I can say whatever I want. Yes, you can, but you will have consequences for anything you say. And that's where the disconnect comes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, sure. Say you're a Nazi. Stand there, get your picture taken, holding a fucking tiki torch, but then your employer can say you are not, you are no longer welcome here because you're a Nazi, and they go, no, free speech, Uh, no, that's not (laughs) how it works. (laughs) You can't just go sauntering back home and expect everything to be fine.
0: (laughs) So we've we've talked now about the situation, about our stances, about you know where what we're thinking. But there's so many things to unpack here, things to deal, things to cope with, and just feelings to have. And I think that's one of the things, and I mean, I had a ridiculously over-the-top stressful Sunday too for totally unrelated um, reasons, yeah. but um, that's one thing I struggled with the most this weekend, and at some point my body just was like, just gave up. Like, gave up, gave out, done. And just the whole concept and idea of just just feeling your feelings. Like, what do you do when that becomes too much? For me, I puked. I don't even think I've told Matt this yet, but when they got him into the ambulance and closed the door behind him, I went downstairs and I threw up. <laughs>
1: Tell the story of what happened since you've talked about Matt in yeah. the hospital. Tell the story um,
0: So basically what happened was uh, Sunday morning, Matt woke up, went and had breakfast. Um, our roommates were upstairs with him and he said he wasn't feeling well. He was feeling sick to his stomach. And then he stood up and started walking towards the stairs and then turned back to them and just said, I think I'm going to blah, 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 blah. The rest of his sentence was lost because he passed out. Just, yeah, went down. And so he passed out and then he sat up and then he passed out again. And so um, I was woken up by my roommate screaming for me to call 911 because Matt was unresponsive. And so we got him. The paramedics came. They did a whole bunch of tests. They got him in the ambulance, took him to the hospital. We were only at the hospital. Thankfully, um, for you know two three hours i guess it. everything was really really quick um and they and the thing that is the hardest thing for me to deal with is they didn't diagnose him with anything they can't find anything wrong they don't know what happened there were no flags in the blood tests there were no flags in the ekgs like all his heart tests came back fine and so for me i'm looking at him like he's a ticking time bomb <laughs> and it's really difficult for me because i can't say things like Don't lift any boxes when we move this week. Like, don't eat really sugary or salty foods or, you know, like, he doesn't even drink. Like, we have no concept or no idea of exactly what was wrong. So, So, yeah, just seeing him in that state was extraordinarily hard for me. And... We had been, you know, like we're dealing with. Um, we get the keys to our house on Thursday, so we're dealing with the lawyers and all the closing and all of that kind of stuff. And then we've got, you know, the packing for the actual move. Plus, obviously, all of the stuff I was talking about with the whole like nuclear anxiety thing. And just when that's not enough, that we might be in the middle of a nuclear war, then we get Charlottesville. And then yeah, so all yeah. of all of that everything, my body was just like enough.
1: <laughs> like yeah, i am shutting that, down now <laughs> yeah and your reaction you know uh, uh you know to have a vomiting spree is a pretty <laughs> it's a pretty traumatic like response you know it's saying to you uh, you are not okay right now and things need to slow down you need to, to take pause you need to you know to to care for mm-hmm. to care for me you know because i'm i'm over i'm on overload and so that's what it's that's what it's saying to you at that point point. and you know we are being bombarded w- right now with with in- i mean today alone I, I i literally sat for an hour working on a project and when i went back to look at social media i was inundated with outraged tweets about the press conference that mm-hmm. happened today and I went, what the hell happened? Like, what train wreck just happened? And it was just like, oh, my gosh. And that is how it is constantly feeling. you you, feeling under attack mm-hmm. all the time. So mentally, what can you do to to, to you, you? You have to, number one, say, you know, like on, on Saturday I, I, and on Sunday, too, I just had to just shut it off for a while, knowing that it was still going to be there. Knowing that it's still happening, but I just needed a break from it. I needed to go watch a movie or take a walk or something just to take a, a break from it. Mm-hmm. And we said these things back in, uh well, you said these things back in September, uh, sorry, January. November or, oh, yeah, yeah. In, in January. And, you know, it was like you sometimes just literally have to just say it's going to be there even when I come back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still going to be there. And uh, the, but you, I I mean, I know today I was, I was pissed off today (laughs) and I was anxious and I was irritable and I know it was because of what I was reading. I was just so disgusted and that there's a feeling of powerlessness and Joss, I think you can speak to this so strongly when Matt collapsed and then you didn't ever get an answer. Mm you have no power over whatever happened exactly and now you're feeling like i don't know how to fix this
0: (laughs) yes and that is my number one thing that i do i need i i fix i yeah that's I, i need that i need the ability to kind of know what's wrong and take an action and so I think you can apply that to a lot of different things now you know like I I need to take action I think we all need to take action and that action can take a whole bunch of different forms right like I mean there's a lot of different things that you can do you can donate to charities you can donate your time by volunteering you can protest yourself you can you know, do a whole bunch of different things. You can talk to your friends and family members. Like you can also practice. And we've said this a billion times on the show. You can also practice self-care. But I also wanted to say, because I've seen a lot of people who have been kind of, um, talking about self-care and what it is that they do to take care of themselves and there is one trend that i have noticed and that is um isolation and i think that that is that if we're in duck slippery slippery slopes i think that is um that is one of the things that you do also need to be careful is make yes. sure that you aren't isolating yourself because yes. if you are if you're by yourself that's probably good for a time to kind of get your thoughts together. But you also have to remember that then the only voice that you're hearing is your own. And I I wish Nevermore was here because I feel like she can could speak to this um, quite well as well. Both she and I suffer from crazy intense disaster thinking like I said to Matt when he got home from work today I was like I showed so much restraint by not texting you or calling you today to make sure that you didn't pass out and drive your car off the road but that's what I was picturing for the whole like hour that I knew you were driving into work today (laughs) like Nevermore and I um are you know (laughs) excellent disaster thinkers
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah. Um, and 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 she was talking about it this weekend mm -hmm. about how her disaster thinking got so bad that she had to cry it out and have and just speak the words to ben well and see this
0: is this is key she needed to stop isolating herself right because when the only voice that you hear is yours and your voice is saying things like Oh my God, I know so many people who live on the West Coast and they're all going to get blown up by North Korea. Oh my God, I know people who live in Virginia who are not white. And what is this like for them now? Are they safe? Oh my God, you know, like uh, if the U.S. becomes a Nazi state, then what does that mean for Canada? Like, are we going to have to go to war against America? Like, and it spirals out of control. And when all you hear is the echo chamber of your own fear then that's not doing you any favors anymore. Nope. So like Nevermore, find your person. Doesn't have to be a boyfriend, girlfriend. Can be a friend. Can be a family member. Can be anyone. Can be an online friend. It could be an online forum. It doesn't matter. Find your connection. Find your grounding. Find that person who is going to be there and say, yes, it's
1: bad. But it's not happening yet. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. And thinking about it from a perspective of what can you control right now? Because the powerlessness that's happening for all of us is coming from the fear of not knowing what we can do to stop it. Like, Mm -hmm. I know my brain starts to wait for, you know, I keep dreaming of scenarios where there's somebody going to come in like a hero, like in the movies. That there's going to be a hero, Harry Potter, and and <laughs> Captain <Katniss>. American, <laughs> Captain, Captain America. America, you know, and you know, and I I see these images in my head, you know, I I think about I think about the Hunger Games a lot actually, yeah, because of of that specific anarchy that was happening, and um you know when you say when you think about how that was structured and how that movie ends if you have seen that movie you know, um it's it's a very it's like you you think about the scenarios of like how is this going to play out and i I start to kind of spiral a little bit and get Mm -hmm. that's where i get panicky is like who is going to be the one what is going to be the thing what is going to be the the one thing that's going to end this Mm -hmm. because it has to end at some point right right brain right (laughs) You you think that there's got to be an ending to this. Something has to give. There's going to be a breaking point. And the and the hard thing for me when I start to feel out of control is to read those those people who are saying, I think this is the breaking point, and it's not. No. And it's like I and think I, this is it. Yeah,
0: I think a lot of people are really struggling with that right now because I think that they they felt that you know the Russian scandal was going to be. The breaking point and then they thought that the potential war with North Korea was going to be the breaking point and then they thought that you know Nazi rallies were going to be the breaking point and it's not guys we haven't hit it yet I don't know where it is but we haven't hit it yet and so knowing that it's only going to get worse from here before it gets better and here already feels really bad like terrible like unbelievable Like we don't even know how we got here almost. There are plenty of theories, which we're not going to go into. But it's very hard to actually pinpoint how we got to where we are.
1: And so knowing that it's like, how do you get out? Yes. How do we get out of here?
0: (laughs) Well, and that's kind of I think what a lot of people who are trying to figure out a way to, you know, not give Nazis a platform in America, to not go to war with North Korea, to, you know, like figure out exactly who's spying on who and what the fuck is happening with Russia. Like trying to kind of unravel all of that
1: is really difficult when you don't really understand how it came to be in the first place. Right. And it, it can't con- every single time that something happens these days, there's more, there's another assault. There's another hit that it's like, the, you know, the bombs just keep hitting, you know, and it's just, it's so, For for you, for your own personal well-being, it sometimes just gets like, well, what's the point anymore? Yeah. What's the point of fighting? What's the point of getting upset? It's just going to keep stressing me out. It's just going to keep bringing me down. And the thing that I, I, I have to stress in all of this, especially now with what happened in Charlottesville, is that we have to remember not to hate Hmm. and I know that that's hard you know this is my own personal belief but I'm gonna espouse it tonight as hard as it is to say fuck Nazis I hope that you go and you punch them and to say I you know and I've seen people who have said kill all Nazis then it's the same rhetoric
0: just coming from a different side and that's what I think a lot of people are being driven to now. Yeah, but it's not gonna help, guys. It's really not gonna help.
1: And that's and that's the thing. It's like it's so hard. You know, I I get the anger. I get that. I get the 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 boiling passionate anger that's happening because it's happening to me. And I have to keep reminding myself that if I keep hating, then I'm nothing better than they are. And the only way that we're gonna get out of this. Is to, is to give give our voices the, 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 the resounding majority to say what you are and what you are saying is not acceptable in our society. Because they're saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. What you are and who you are is not acceptable in my society. And that is not the rules of, of the way that America was formed. So, th- and, and that's not the, the rules of how the world lives you know so it happening in our own country it should outrage you it should make you mad it should make you boilingly angry but hating is not going to fix this it's not and so that's the that's that's the slippery slope Mm -hmm. it's not about what's being said like but i do say take a side and stand by it and say this is not okay Because literally the only thing that gets to Trump at all is to embarrass him. Hmm. It's the only thing that gets him upset is when he gets embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And so, and that is the same thing that happens to any white supremacist or any neo-Nazi or anybody who is racist. Is if you make them feel shame, (laughs) then it will change. It will, they will listen. They get mad. But they listen. So that's my that's my personal feeling on it is just you know to to try to to curb the hatred and not be the problem. Yeah, I'm off my soapbox <laughs> 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 because this is like this is so so hard. There's no there's no good answer to being okay with this. There isn't like you can't be okay with this yep i don't i yeah
0: i i don't want to keep uh saying the same things over and over but yeah no i agree with you jules and i don't really know what else there is to say on those topics i think
1: (sighs) lean on those that you love yeah don't be afraid to ask for help you know don't be afraid to talk about how you feel don't be afraid to express your your fear your 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 sadness, you know. Express it. Talk to those, because communication is going to get that moving. You know, to get those feelings together, to bond you with the people that you love too. You know, it's just it, we need to stand together and help each other, because it's never going to get better if we suffer in silence. That's as very being, true. Being scared and being alone, as you said earlier, um, we are not alone, and those of us. You know, if you're listening to slaying demons, you're here because you don't want to feel alone in how you think and how you feel. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that is, you know, if it takes a podcaster to say it, if it takes a friend or a family member to say it, just know that you're not alone. And we are going to we're stronger together than we are apart.
0: Which is a good time to remind you guys that if you do need someone to talk to, if you do wish to reach out to Jules, myself, Nevermore, or the rest of the community, the best way to find everybody is over at discord.gg slash JossPlays. There are two different channels with which to have your conversations. There is a PG version and there is an R-rated version. So depending on what it is you need to talk about, there is definitely a place for you to do that. Um, And I mean, as we've said multiple times um, off the top of the show... The things that we talked about today, the idea of, you know, fear and terrorism and anxiety and speaking up and self-care and all of that. Guys, it's not political. Yeah, Trump shit the bed in the way he handled it, but we're not saying boo Republicans. We're not saying yay Democrats. If you have alternate political views, but you need someone to talk to There's a lot of people in there to talk to who will listen. So we just want to be very, very clear about that, that no one, regardless of what side of the political spectrum you are on, we're not going to shut you out, guys. If you Mm -hmm. need someone to talk to, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of people, I am sure, who fall on the Republican side of things who cannot believe what is happening right now. Who can't believe that it got this bad, who don't know who are regretting their choices, who are, you know, all the rest of it. There's a, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of hate. There's a lot of disbelief going on right now. And uh, the best way is for both sides to talk it out, have
1: dialogue, agree (laughs) and help to heal. really like, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. And you know, there's, I know there's a lot of people, especially people who, voted for for donald trump and who did so because they believed in certain things maybe they weren't maybe you know i i don't necessarily agree that every trump supporter is evil <laughs> there's there you know there's 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 two sides to that story well that comes that comes back to the hate again right like
0: exactly you can't just say or it's not you can you obviously can just say yes all trump supporters are evil, but that's not helping anything. That goes back no. to blindly hating is not actually going to further the cause of healing the nation or the world, really, cuz yeah. I'm spoiler alert, not part of your nation. But still, <laughs> like there is some serious rhetoric and some serious healing that needs to happen. Like it's just
1: it's it's extreme. <laughs> yeah, well there's an extreme division yeah. in our in in our world right now and it, it's just you know i we have real like genuinely scary problems in our world It it hasn't been this bad for a long time a lot of us don't remember how far back it has gone i mean you know how long has it been since we've dealt with the threat of war mm. or you know
0: and well and i mean like and not even just necessarily the threat of war Canada and the U.S. have been for a very long time since, like, our countries were formed by war, basically. We haven't really had too much threat. We don't live in Europe. We don't have trenches dug in our backyard and bullets flying through our windows and, like, air raid sirens going off every night. Right. So we haven't had to think about the idea of our two countries going to war against each other or somebody actually bombing our coastal cities. Right. But these are ideas that we have to start to try to think about. And we need to find a way to make those things not happen. And if we don't have a dialogue, if all we're doing is screaming hateful things across the floor to the other side, then someone's going to get blown up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the last time that this uh, this this feeling was existing was in was in uh t- you know 2001, or, you know, or sorry 2000. Um, or, or it was in 2003 with 9/11. Hmm. And because in that case, we were the ones who were being threatened. We were the ones, our cities and our planes and our people were being threatened. By a force that hated us mm-hmm. so much that they wanted to kill thousands of us, because and they hated us that much, and so now we're in a position in this in 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 this situation where it's happening again, but those who lead us are leading us where we don't want to go. Like mm-hmm. we, you know, we don't want to go there. We don't <laughs>
0: want to fight. I don't want to go to there.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't want I don't want you to piss him off. Like, don't do that. There's no reason for you to do this. And so it makes no sense. And I think that is also the powerlessness feeling, Mm -hmm. that feeling of hopelessness. Like, I don't, I can't control this. I can't stop this. I can't understand this. And so when you are feeling powerless, remember the things that you can control. You can control your own mental health. Mm -hmm. You can you can shut it off for a little while and spend time with your family, or your pets, or your loved ones—anybody who ca- who you care about. And so, you know, number one, number one thing out of taking out of this show is that you are not alone, and that you need to take care of yourself first. That's I, I agree about that. <laughs> <laughs> Whew
0: that was a that was an intense hour oh my god yes yes
1: i know that blew
0: (laughs) that really did fly by um thank you guys so much for for listening thank you guys so much i hope you take our advice to heart i hope that if you are feeling alone or anxious that you reach out um like I said, there's many different avenues of ways to do that, um, but our main community is over at discordgg plays. That's J-O-C-E plays. Um, I think that's gonna be it for us, unless you have any final thoughts, Jules. Um, I'm spent. I'm done. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm. <laughs> I'm. Pr- I feel pretty. I feel pretty drained too yes um so just wanted to remind everybody this week we were going to do our dream episode but between the combination of the events of the past week as well as Nevermore being out tonight we are not doing our dream episode tonight obviously which means you still have a lot of time to send in your dream emails there's been some really i've been sharing some of my like super crazy nightmares in the discord um and there have been some other people sharing um their reoccurring dreams. So uh, if you have a reoccurring dream that you would like us to talk about and analyze in our totally not certified to do in any way, shape or form, but um, we will uh, we will do our best to uh, do your dreams justice if you feel that you want to send them in. Um, so you can send your dreams over to demonspodcast at gmail.com or you can go over and share them in the discord. Either way, we have some really interesting, really cool themes that we're going to be talking about. Um, when we go into a little bit of dream analysis. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a little bit more, um, light, hearted maybe hopefully than, hopefully started. than this well, last you know, episode but
1: yeah I think it, it's definitely going to have some heavier themes but I think it's yeah. going to be an interesting look at it from a perspective that a lot of us haven't done before Yeah, so,
0: so yeah it should be a really interesting conversation so uh, that will be in two weeks time because again we have moved to a bi-weekly show so uh, next week on August 22nd we will be uh, streaming some heroes which will be super fun and by the way Jules I don't know how you've been feeling about it but I am loving this alternating between between like the the show and then the the fun hero streams with you guys, I've been I've been very much enjoying the kind of throwback to Ladies' Night and uh, spending agree. some time with you guys in a in a gaming kind of a way. Because I mean, like. We are all three of us so busy. It's really nice to have the time set aside to get some to get some gaming in. So uh, next That's week great. on August 22nd will be a hero stream, unless there's something else out that we want to play. I mean, it doesn't have to be heroes. I just, I, <laughs> I don't know why, dude, but I am super obsessed with heroes right now i have been for the last like pretty much since i think the 2.0 update actually um i've just been i've just been playing the crap out of it i wonder if it's the xp system because i feel like i'm actually progressing i felt like i was hitting a lot of walls before they made those updates so maybe that's it but anyways whatever the reason i am loving heroes so Next week will be a hero stream, so that means that on August 29th we will be talking all about your super cool, super fun, reoccurring dream themes, so make sure that you send those in. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. We are
1: at Demons Podcast. Jules, where can folks find you? You can find me on Twitter at JulesRPG. You can find my other show, it's Torrent Think Tank. It records Thursdays at 8 o'clock central at twitch.tv slash Torrent Think Tank. And this week we are Doing an episode with a special guest talking about weight gain from um, medication, and the impact that it has on your on your mental mental health, you know all the things that happen when you're just <laughs> like not used to having to like watch your weight mm. and that kind of thing. Um, oh my God. Guest, I can yes. I,
0: like I have put on so much weight since nertacular dude like I, really? I I've almost put it like the batteries in my scale are dead and I'm really really glad because I can't actually verify it but all oh, my clothes are tight again I have not oh, been watching no. what I've been eating like I just I didn't necessarily give up but like I went away from a vacation and then like with all the moving stress and everything else I've just been like meh. muffins are good I'm eating one <laughs>
1: Well, if you uh, if you want to check it out, our guest is Nicole Duquesne from Heroes of Fitness. She is my personal trainer, one of my two personal trainers as well. So, nice. Yeah. So, and she's like the nicest human being ever. So <laughs> you'll definitely enjoy that show, guys. Check it out on Thursday. Uh, what time on Thursday? Eight o'clock central, so nine o'clock eastern. Nine o'clock
0: eastern. Perfect. Mm-hmm um and you can follow nevermore she is on twitter at quoted nevermore she also has her etsy store with super super cute if you guys didn't see them um go back i think she might have pinned it on her twitter but she made mana gem um uh, like dangle earrings that are super super cute and we're uh, getting her a lot of traction and attention from the hearthstone community so uh they are available on her etsy store which is geek asylum there's a there's a listing up there now so if that sounds like something that you would be interested in go and check that out you can find me on twitter and twitch i'm at JossPlays. plays that's gonna do it for us tonight as always guys take care of yourselves and we will see you next week
1: be well guys
0: bye everybody